This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, November 8, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 12, verses 38 through 44. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today's Gospel lesson has the story of the widow's mite, as it was called. Um, King James Version didn't call it a penny. They called it a mite, um, because that was what they used to call them back then. Um, And although they say it's worth a penny, um, that doesn't account for inflation. Um, If you adjusted for inflation, the widow actually put in two quarters. Um, That would be about right. And so um, you have the story where Jesus tells now, why did this happen? Well, you have to go back a little bit in the story to really get a context. Um, Jesus, if you remember, has been traveling down to Jerusalem. So this is happening during Holy Week, um, and when he's going to be crucified on Friday. It probably happened on Wednesday, it would be my guess. And so um, he has gotten there. Well, the disciples, after they came in on Palm Sunday, everybody waving branches and all that, you know, and then they got to the Temple Mount and saw the beautiful temple that Herod had built. Uh, they were very impressed. I mean, these are people who come from um, Nowhereville. You know, they come from Beaver Dam, Kentucky, um, and have never been out of Beaver Dam, Kentucky before. And so they come to the bit. It's like if those people went to New York City, you know, they'd be going, "Whoa!" And they're very, very impressed at what what is there, the the size, and, and even today we're amazed at the size of the blocks that those people moved and how heavy they were, and and, and the wealth that was in that place because people had a lot of money that lived in Jerusalem. You had to have a lot of money to live in have a lot of money to live in Jerusalem. You couldn't survive otherwise. And so they saw all these wealthy people who dressed in the finest fashions of the day and, and all the best that life had to offer. And they were just enamored by all this. Jesus was not pleased with that because the disciples are getting off track. <laughs> That's not what they came there for. And so on this day, he goes into, into the temple and people are coming there because um, the um, Passover is coming, and so lots of Jews are coming into town uh, to make sacrifices um, for the Passover. And people, one of the sacrifices that you made um, was money. And there were lots and lots of rich people who lined it. And so you sat down opposite the treasury. Now, the treasury is kind of like a, a big collection box, really. Um, we, we passed baskets around, but they had a big collection box, and everybody on the way in just put stuff in there. And so you can imagine what it must have been like for these very wealthy people to put a lot of money in there. You know, because they had to carry coins. They didn't have paper money. They couldn't write a check. So you have these great big bags full of silver and gold and bronze and and, uh, copper and all these sorts of metals and just full of money. You know, and it would be kind of like somebody dropping $10,000 check, $100,000 check. You know, all these people throwing in big money. and, And the disciples were like, whoa. Man, we could live on that for a long time. That would be good. And as Jesus is watching, at the end comes this little old lady who clearly doesn't have any money, probably stooped over, and probably was last in part because she didn't want anybody to see what she was giving because, I mean, you put two quarters in compared to $100,000, it doesn't look like much, does it? And so she goes up and she drops her two quarters in, in the collection basin and walks off. And Jesus calls the disciples to him. He says, did you see that little old lady? She gave more than all of the rest of those people did. The disciples are like, what? 
And she gave two quarters, Jesus. I don't know what you saw, but you know, it, it wasn't that much. It was two quarters. She said, no, you don't understand. All of the other people who put in big dollars gave out of their abundance. It won't affect their lifestyle any. They'll be doing fine. You know, their life will be great. But this woman put in the last 50 cents that she had. She now has nothing. Nothing to buy food with. Nothing to buy clothes with. Nothing to get a room with. She has nothing. And therefore, she gave more than all of those people. Now, in listening to that parable, um, it would be you know, very self-serving, but I've heard clergy do this before, to say that basically um, that that's what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to give all of your money to the church. I remember when I was um, in the Southern Baptist Church, we had a, a pastor who had things like Paycheck Sunday, where um, he wanted everybody to bring their most recent paycheck and put all that money into the basket that week. Attendance was really down that week. Um, and then he had another one called Jewelry Sunday, we want everybody to take off their watches and their jewelry and put it in the basket. Because you're supposed to give your all to the Lord. Well, your all to the Lord is correct. The only problem was he seemed to be confusing himself with the Lord. Um, and, and so that got kind of weird. But, and too often that's what happens when the church talks about money, is that it's too self-serving. You know, it's, it's really about us needing money, not what you're doing with money. And that's never the point of what Jesus was talking about, because Jesus didn't need the money. When Peter came to him and told him that the people wanted us to pay the tax, the temple tax, he said, well, there's a pond over there. Throw your line in there and catch a fish. And when you catch the fish, reach into its mouth, there will be a coin in it. And, and surely enough, he does. And there's the coin. And Peter goes, that's, that's how God pays bills. Um, he wasn't too worried. He's not really worried about money. He doesn't care about money. He doesn't need money. And so when Jesus is talking about money, he's, he's not doing it to raise funds for the church. And in fact... Jesus talks about money more than any other subject in the Bible. Did you know that? It is brought up more times than any other subject in the Bible, and that's for a reason. Because money can have a powerful hold on us. We tend to think it makes us secure, that it helps us to survive. It gives us prestige and worth in our communities um, and in our jobs. I mean, why do you think it is that you know, football players and basketball players and baseball players go out, and if you're really on top of your game, you know, you're the best one in the NBA, what do those guys do when they renegotiate their contract, if they're the best player in the league? They want more than, a lot more than the guy who currently was making the most money in the league. Um, and so the salaries just keep going up and up and up and up and up because you know, we're better than they are. You ought to pay me more because I'm worth more. Um, and we do that in business and everywhere else. It's not the way that Jesus thinks about money. Matter of fact, Jesus says that is a bad way to think about money. Because when you do that, you're letting the money be your God. Because it determines who you are and what you do and how you live. And you shouldn't surrender that to it. So he points out this poor 